we wanted to go to the UK first because the Premier has completed his first full day. They're on a trip gathering intel ahead of uh, uh, the nuclear submarine construction, the dockyard construction starting here in South Australia. Premier, uh, good morning to you, or rather good evening to you there in uh, in the UK. G'day, Will. Good morning, Dave. So, Pre- Premier, can you give us a bit of a sense of what you've done there in the in the first 24 hours? It's been a whirlwind trip. What have you seen? What have you learnt? So we landed in the in the UK this morning, Dave, and went straight up to Barrow and Furness, which is about an hour and a half flight um, away from London. It's on the the northwest coast, and it's in Barrow and Furness where they have the the submarine building yards that have been there for over a hundred years. But for the last sixty years, they've been producing nuclear submarines. And and I've got to say, gents, I I came into this with high expectations about what I would see, and they were well and truly met. Um, this is a facility that employs 11,000 people directly. 11,000 people directly. And then there are another 30,000 people on top of that that work in and around the town on the nuclear submarine program. So the whole enterprise is over 40,000 people. Um, but just seeing the, the, the sheer scale and the size of the industrial effort is its nothing like I've ever seen. It's, it's it's big. I mean, that's the easiest way to describe it. It's big, but the, it's the training effort and the workforce development effort that, that has become highly sophisticated over here over the course of the last decade that I think we have the most to learn from. Premier, you would have seen the Keating remarks. You have probably also seen some of the coverage out of the eastern state sort of elite media uh, quoting uh, Pentagon officials, defence experts, industry experts saying... Long term, it's probably not going to make economic sense to build subs when you can buy them. And criticisms too of the, um, the, the, the nature of the AUKUS deal. Do you think that South Australia needs to, and you would be the leader of this, do we need to brace ourselves for an ongoing argument about making sure this actually happens? Well, I really hope not, Dave, because over here it is seen as a national endeavour which the whole country takes pride in. And that's the opportunity we have as a country as well. The reason why we're building nuclear submarines and we're not buying them is because you can't buy them. Um, The the, um, AUKUS arrangement, the whole underpinning of it from the US and UK's perspective is they need to increase the industrial capacity of building I think we lost you there. Production line, no, and it needs to be a fourth. And they see that as um, best place happening in Adelaide. And um, and then the rest of the country shouldn't see this as a doing a favour for South Australia, but rather that South Australia is stepping up to the plate in the service of the nation's security. Premier, I'm not sure you've, whether you've yet heard the comments of your fellow Labor Premiers, Mark McGowan and Dan Andrews. If not, have a listen. Woomera was used for nuclear tests. So it has some, you know, some of those issues already existing there. That's why it just springs to mind as a logical location uh, for the facility. I don't know. Far from being parochial, I think if the jobs are going to a certain city, maybe the waste can go to that state. Talking about the nuclear waste storage, you know, David and I had a conversation about this earlier. We're particularly given to the Kevin Scarce analysis about the commercialisation and the potential of waste storage, but not everyone is. Where do you sit on, on where the waste from these nuclear submarines should be stored? Well, wouldn't it be nice, Will, if as a country we could just have a mature, evidence-based, science-orientated deliberation about this 
rather than one that's infused by domestic political consideration. Hundred percent. Let's just go back to a, let's go back to a couple of core issues here. Why are we building these submarines? Well, we're building them for our nation's security at the most perilous time in our region um, since World War Two. We're building these nuclear submarines for our national sovereignty and our national security, which means the whole country benefits from this enterprise, not just South Australia. Um, so in that context, when we think about where to put the nuclear waste, it should go where the science tells us it's best placed in the nation's interest. Um, and I just think um, premiers making off-the-hand remarks appealing to their own domestic political considerations are debasing a discussion that is about our nation's security. So I, for one, um, am more than happy to um, be honest about the responsibility we, we have as a country that we have to store this waste and let's just do it about where it's safest to do so. And that should be informed by the geography and the science. And so it sounds like you're saying that if the science said South Australia, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be resistant to that? Well, I don't, I don't think you can have a serious conversation saying it should be evidence and science-based without being um, open-minded to what that outcome might be. Um, it's, a, it's a long-term problem. I mean, that's when the high-level waste will... Um, have to be stored in the 2050s. So we've got a lot of time to be able to consume the science and the evidence for the Commonwealth to make its conclusion. But can I just can I just make this point on the science? I mean, um, I was at a function that I've just left. It's about nine o'clock at night here, and we've just left this function where I was sitting next to the the head of the nuclear submarine program here in the UK um, from the Royal Navy. And I was asking about the, the waste situation and what they do here. And it's been done safely um, for 60 years. And um, in many instances, they have to transport that waste through, um, you know, largely a densely populated environment. And they do it without problem, problems or even political consternation. Because, again, everybody here understands that this is in their national interests. So I think we've got to have the courage to realise we've got to respond to a higher calling here. And when we look at the experience overseas, this has been done at the highest possible standards in a way that's completely safe. And there's no reason why we can't replicate that in Australia either. I've got to say, I don't know, we towed you up a few weeks ago about ambulance ramping and may yet do so again. But Premier, I think that's a commended, commendably open-minded position, mm. one that brings with it the prospect or indeed for you risk of opposition press releases saying Malinowskis flags end dump for SA or newspaper headlines that run along a similar path but I think that we need to have a mature conversation about this and we did see during the weather or government how something like this could work and I think you're, you're dead right about the parochialism coming from the east and the west on this and there's a huge chance for us as SA to show maturity on this in the national interest. So um, we'll stay in touch on the issue and we appreciate you calling us in from, calling in to us from, uh, from London. Uh, thanks very much, Jens. I appreciate it. Cheers.